1: You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back. Today, I'm talking about what to do if your resolution has already fallen by the wayside and how you can make 2023 an amazing year. If your resolution is slipping already, or maybe you've completely given up, don't feel bad. There's a fitness app called Strava, and they conducted some research on when people abandon their goals they found that by January 19th, most people give up their resolutions altogether. That's one of the problems with resolutions. They often have an all or nothing approach. But the truth is, most change is gradual and progress doesn't come in a straight line. This year, there was a lot of chatter on social media and in other places discouraging people from setting resolutions. I saw people say things like, well, they just don't work. And I know a lot of you have probably skipped setting them too, because you found that to be true, that resolutions just haven't worked for you in the past. But whether you set a resolution this year and it's already slipping, you didn't create a resolution at all, or you're crushing your goals so far, stay tuned. I'm going to share how to make this an amazing year. Let's start by talking about what to do if your resolution is slipping already. Here are some of the things you can do to get back on track. Number one, reword your resolution. The way you word your resolution makes a big difference. I hear a lot of people say things like, I want to be healthier, happier, or get in better shape. But what does that really look like? Like if you eat vegetables more often, does that mean that you accomplished your resolution to get healthier? Or if you smile more, does that mean that you accomplished your goal to be happier? You're better off setting a goal that describes the action steps that you're going to take. Create a goal that's measurable. Like I'm going to go walking for 30 minutes a day, five times a week. That's better than saying, I want to get in shape. Number two, focus on what you can control. Make sure your goal is within your control. Rather than saying, I'm going to get a promotion this year, set out to do two things every week that will sharpen your skills or expand your network. You can control how much you learn, but you can't control if your boss promotes you. So make sure your goal is one that you can control and focus on short-term objectives that you can start working on right now. So instead of saying you're going to pay off $5,000 in debt this year, decide you're going to pay off $100 a week. I'm going to share a little psychological trick that works really well when it comes to goal setting too. Let's say your goal is to save $100 a week. You're better off to set a goal that says, I'm going to save between $80 and $120. Having a goal range motivates you to actually do more. Because then when you were to reach $80, you'll feel good about yourself and that can motivate you to keep going and you're actually more likely to save 120. There's a ton of research behind this, but just know, if you can set a goal range, you'll probably increase your chances of success. And number three, practice self-compassion. Progress rarely comes in a straight line, and there are going to be lots of obstacles that will stand between you and success. Some weeks are going to be tougher than others, and you might not be able to work on your goal. The way you respond to those obstacles and your mistakes is what makes all the difference. So even if you hit a rough patch and you miss a day or a week or even a month, don't declare yourself a failure and give up. Instead, treat yourself with some self-compassion. Talk to yourself the same way that you talk to a good friend. That could mean holding yourself accountable, but doing it with kindness. Remind yourself that you made a mistake, that's okay, and you can learn from it and then move forward. Calling yourself names or beating yourself up won't motivate you to do better. Instead, it will keep you stuck. So don't be afraid to reword your goal if your resolution is slipping already. But what if you just wanna make 2023 your best year? What should you do now? Well, the first thing you should do is stop saying 2023 is gonna be your best year of your life. Not because saying it will jinx you or anything like that, though. I hope it's true. I hope that a lot of great things happen this year But there are going to be a lot of things that you can't control. There might be a natural disaster. You might have a health issue. Maybe you're going to have a relationship problem. Maybe there's going to be a financial crisis. What you go through might be really hard, and it might not be the best year of your life. Of course, there are plenty of wonderful things that might happen this year, too. You might get the job of your dreams, might meet some wonderful people, visit incredible places, and connect with your friends and family in a way that you never have before. In reality, you're probably going to have a pretty solid mix. Maybe some really good things happen and some really bad things happen throughout the year. But no matter what you go through this year, you can still make it an amazing year by deciding that you're going to be at your best, not that it's going to be the best year ever. You can make the decision that you're going to manage whatever life throws your way in a manner that will help you think, feel, and do your best. So it's just a slight change in wording, but it makes a huge difference. Instead of saying, this is going to be my best year ever, say, I'm going to be at my best this year. It empowers you to stay focused on what you can control and will help you pay a little less attention to the things that you can't control. Because you can commit to becoming mentally stronger this year, no matter what happens. But I know that when we talk about that, a whole bunch of people will say, I don't want to say that I'm going to be strong this year because I'm afraid that that's going to Sound like I'm daring the universe or some higher power to put obstacles in my way. But I promise you, that's an irrational fear. Deciding that you're going to be your best this year doesn't invite horrible things to happen. But what it will do is keep you from declaring that the entire year is a disaster as soon as something bad happens. We've talked before on the show about how you can grow stronger by asking yourself one question. At the end of every day, ask yourself, What did I do today? to grow mentally stronger? Your answer to that question can help you stay focused on the things that you can control. So this is what I recommend if you want 2023 to be an amazing year. Make it your goal to be at your best and check in with yourself every day by asking, what did I do today to grow mentally stronger? Your answer might be that you said no to somebody. That's a great strategy if you need to work on setting better boundaries. Someone else's evidence of mental strength might be that they said yes to something that feels really scary, like going to an event where they might not know anybody. Or maybe you manage your emotions well during a really heated conversation. Like you didn't say all those things that you wished you would have said, but you didn't lose your temper either. That can be a sign of strength. Or maybe you made a huge mistake today. And when you did, you showed some self-compassion. That's a sign of strength too. And all of these things will help you grow mentally stronger. So those are my tips for creating a really good year for yourself. Revisit your resolution if it's not working out so far. Commit to being your best this year, no matter what life throws your way. And check in with yourself every day to remind yourself that there's evidence that you're growing mentally stronger.
0: Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast.